You're listening to the podcast Water X Future, presented by Aquaporin, a water technology company based in Denmark. Aquaporin works to preserve one of our most valuable resources, water, by combining advanced bioengineering, open innovation, and circular thinking. In this podcast, we talk to experts about water and all the opportunities and dilemmas it contains, technologies rooted in nature, the purpose of innovation, and the spectrum between science and humans. Welcome. Hello, my name is Ono Sullivan, your speaker, and the person doing the interviews is Meta Milgard Henriksen. In the last episode, we talked about water stress in Africa. We talked about Safe Water, a strategic business unit within Grunfos. We also talked to a project manager in a local NGO in Sierra Leone, one of the most water-stressed countries in Africa. We talked about both the challenges, but also the solutions to these. In this episode, we will talk about the Danish water ambassadors, who are based in different parts of the world. Who are they and what do they do? We will talk to two of the total in seven Danish water ambassadors, Andreas Herfeldt, who is based in Rome, Italy, and Ulrich Hansen Volkmann, who is based in Chicago in the USA. We will talk to them about the water situation in the countries they are located in. And then we will, of course, talk about the mission they are on in their respective countries. We want to figure out what is actually the job of a water ambassador. Water is, as we've already talked about in earlier episodes, one of the world's most important natural resources and access to water is essential for life. Water is also one of the biggest global challenges. Many countries have problems with securing clean water, avoiding floods and handling wastewater in a sustainable way. Danish companies are among the leading in the world when it comes to water technology and water solutions, and the demand for solutions is bigger than ever. In November 2021, Denmark launched its new export strategy for water, with the ambition of doubling exports towards 2030, from 20 to 40 billion Danish kroner before 2030. The strategy has been made in close collaboration between the Danish government and the water industry. It secures a common direction for the water industry, which combines green diplomacy, commercial export activities and global sustainable transition. An important component to this strategy is the seven water ambassadors, who are working at Danish embassies and consulates in Europe and the US. According to Jakob Andersen, who is the Danish Consul General in Hamburg and also the team leader for the Danish water ambassadors, the initiative is a great success. Denmark is skilled in water and wastewater and because the water ambassadors can have a professional discussion with employees of water companies around the world. When we spoke to him for this episode, he said that With the water ambassadors, we have the right expert knowledge and experience from the Danish water sector covering the entire water cycle. It means that regardless of the issues in a water utility, we can match the local experts with a combined Danish experience of more than 40 years. This means that we speak with local utilities with the right professional skills that they expect from a colleague. According to Jakob Andersen, the water ambassadors have a lot to offer. We have both the technology as the foundation of such development, but also the very unique way of co-creation is creating customer-orientated solutions. We see that the Danish utility sector is very unique in this sense, he says. Now, let's meet two of the Danish water ambassadors. First, we'll talk to Ulrich Hansen Volkmann, the Danish water ambassador based in the Consulate General in Chicago. Second, we'll talk to Andreas Herfeld, the Danish water ambassador based in the Danish embassy in Rome.
North America, sustainable water management is an increasingly important topic, and the strengthened efforts create vast opportunities for Danish companies in the water sector. Over the years, cities, municipalities and states across North America have increased their focus on developing sustainable utilities. With aging infrastructure and water scarcity as an emerging issue, the water sector is facing great challenges. This has created opportunities for Denmark, in particular, Danish companies within the water industry. Now, we'll talk to Ulrich Hansen Folkman, water ambassador in Chicago. You are one of Denmark's seven water ambassadors and you're based in Chicago in the US. You haven't been in the position for a long time, but can you tell us what your role is as a water ambassador? The biggest role we have is to get export to Denmark and of course also help uh, US uh, utilities to do a better work for the environmental. Um, so, but based is we need to help Danish people, Danish company to get better export and come easier into the US market. And you're based in Chicago. Can you give us an overview over the water challenges here, but also in general in the US? Yeah, I'm based out of Chicago and the water channels here in Chicago is, if you're looking for the drinking water side, they're using a lot of water. In Denmark, we're using around 24 gallon per person and here in Chicago, they're using around 180 gallon per person of water every day. They have big, very big water loss. They have water loss that is around 2.6 million people uh, in Denmark's water use is the water loss they have here in the city of Chicago. And if you're looking for the wastewater, um, here in the Midwest and the Chicago area, they are around 20 to 30 years behind Denmark at the technology we are using. The requirements they have for the effluent is where Denmark was in the early 19s and late in the 80s. So in Denmark, we we only work on our plants uh, in, in one shift. And the most of the plants here in, 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 in Chicago and in US is working in three shifts. And they use, they only have requirements for ammonium and COD, the most of them. Some of them has all, all also for, for phosphor and, and nitrogen. But the plants that only have for carbon, uh, COD and uh, ammonium, they are running with the blowers 24-7. And it will say they're using around four to five times more power cubic of water is coming to the wastewater plant. According to the Danish Export Strategy for Water, Denmark is technologically ahead of the US in the water area. For example, in the field of wastewater treatment, but also in areas such as digitalization, asset management, groundwater mapping and water waste. Denmark can show the way to a significant streamlining of the American water sector. So we asked Ulrich Hansen Folkman if he could elaborate on this. Yeah, yeah, okay. and, and and this is true. Um, we are way in 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 head of uh, Chicago, and and uh, we just now have a project is running in uh, California where they are mapping the groundwater. And can you, I think, the rest of, the rest of the world know then that we need more water in California. Um, so this is the reason that they have this uh, mapping of of groundwater in in in, uh, in California, and this is together with these companies and also looking for 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 water loss, of course. And in the rest of um, US, 
that they don't know where the ground, groundwater is. There's not, not mapping it. And there is also a big difference from Denmark if you're looking for groundwater. In Denmark, as a whole a house owner, you don't own the groundwater. In Denmark, you need to get uh, approval um, to get the groundwater. But if you have a farm here in the US and you need more water, you can pump deeper down and take the water up. And then maybe the neighbors cannot dig the pipe so down uh, so long down to the, to the groundwater so they don't have any groundwater. And this is the biggest issue. It's, it's also the rules around. You said they are behind Denmark, but the rules, the way the government works and the way the law is here in, 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 in US about the environmental is a big difference from what it is in Denmark and also the way we are thinking. And, and, and for the wastewater, it is the same all over the country. Maybe US uh, are a little bit in the head if you take Californian, they're maybe only 20 years behind Denmark. And also for the digitalization, there is a long way. We have very good digitalization programs in Denmark, but a lot of utilities in US don't have anything on digitalization. They have a lot of information, but all this information is on paper and, and uh, videotapes. So there is a very, very long way before they are ready to take all digitalizations. Of course, there is plans in US. They have scatter system, they have data and all these things uh, online, so we can put in this program. But I think maybe 60% uh, of utilities in in US have the most of their information in paper and tapes. So there's a long way, long way to get all these tapes over to uh, digital um, media. If I understand it correct, your job as a water ambassador is all about promoting Danish solutions regarding water. But what is it that Denmark is so good at? Denmark uh, is very good to take um, all type of new technologies, put it together. It can be technology from Germany, US, uh, Denmark and all over. And of course, we also in the front of thinking on new way to run a plant, water plant, wastewater plant on a cheaper way. We have this benchmark in Denmark and this benchmark is pushing utilities to save 2% every single year on the uh, on the operation sites. So this means all people are working in, in this industry on thinking a new way, how can I save, how can I save on the energy, how can I save on chemicals, uh, how can I save on transport. So on this way you can find out, okay, we, there is opportunity to save a little bit more and still clean the water so the fish have a better life and you get a better upgrade for, for the rivers. And there's no risk about it. But if you're coming over to a country where they are 20 to 30 years behind you, they'll be scared. Okay, oh, this is new. There is a big risk. And I also understand that when I started in the industry in 1988 and looking for where the industry is today, here 35 years later, if there was coming someone to me and said, okay, if you're doing it this way, then there's no problem. I think, no, 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 this guy is crazy. So, so my rule here and, and, and um, the water ambassador's rules is go out and find the front runners in this industry and talk with them and see how can, in, uh, how can you get Danish companies in, in to talk with these guys and, and get new in, uh, technologies in. And, and, and then we get some of the, you said, we start from the bottom, get small things in, start, get the digital signals in, all these things. And then we, we in the uh, last end can put our digital solutions and look at it as an umbrella. This is what we are very good to in Denmark. If, if I call a US uh, company that want to get us 
a CSP in as a combined heat and power system. They would only look for, okay, it's, it's gas and we have to, to deliver this uh, combined heat and power machine. And they don't look at other things. It's only the machine, put it in and get up to run. But if you talk with a Danish company, they'll say, okay, if you have this gas, gas quality, we need to clean the gas. So we put into the machine, so we assure the machine can running with, uh, with less of maintenance. And then we get the power and of course the heat out and we can use it for this and this and this. This is the way a Danish company think, okay, we need to look at the whole uh, umbrella to say, okay, if we need to get this customer solution, you need to do this in the beginning and this in the end, then we'll have the best solution. If you only take this, it will only run for you maybe uh, 50% of the time instead of 92% of the time. And this is where Danish company is very good also for, for a solution with mixing and, and other things. They're not only looking for the job, they try to say, okay, how can we make the best solution for the customer? And this is the big difference from what Danish company do and what US uh, company do. So you can buy almost the same thing you can buy in the US as you can do in Denmark and in Europe. But it's the way they're thinking and it's the way that, how they're controlling it. And 70% of the energy savings in this industry is coming out of controlling. So this is so important about the controlling. But afterwards, it's also so important to look into, okay, how can we do the maintenance? Uh, not so often, but also so often that the system will be running almost 100% of the time. And now I introduced you as a water ambassador, but you're not this typical diplomat. What is actually your background? <laughs> No, I'm not a diplomat. Uh, no, my background is I have been working on a wastewater utility in in in, in Jutland uh, for more than 25 years. Uh, I have been working in uh, in the company where you have uh, working with uh, cleaning of uh, pipes, uh, team inspections, um, and I also been working in a Danish company as a export director so i also try the service part of of, of this uh, but most of my time i've been in uh, in in the utility in denmark on a more personal level what's the best part of being a water ambassador oh yeah the best part there is so many good things with it but i think the best part and and and, and the reason i do it is i really can make a change for the environment here in the u.s This is also what I get go into the utility in Denmark. But now we are so good to what we're doing in Denmark. So the difference I can do in Denmark is less in what it is here in the US. Uh, and of course, the, the the second thing is I'm a part of going to get uh, export to Denmark and get uh, the healthcare, everything up and running in Denmark. I think is is. Is one of the best things to do to job elevate with this job here is the two things do a better thing for the environmental but also help uh, the Danish country to get a better better economy. Now you come from the water industry, so you have a lot of experience with water. What does water mean to you? Uh, water means everything for me. You cannot do anything without water. Um, I can tell you for two or three weeks ago, I was in Denmark and we come home to our house with uh, my wife's kids and there was no water in the house. You cannot wash your fingers. You cannot go in bed before I go to sleep. You cannot do anything. Uh, and this was only for three hours. So this is, water is so important. You cannot do anything. There would not be any life on, the, on, on in the world if we don't have water. 
The last question we asked him is how long he will be in the role as water ambassador and what he hopes to accomplish. I hope I can stay here to uh, go to pension uh, for the next, uh, I hope we can stay for the next 20 years uh, in this role. I really love it. Um, come out, talk with people, learn them to f- see on the job what they're doing on a new way. Thank you for talking to me. It was very inspiring to hear and good luck in the job as a water ambassador. Thank you. The second water ambassador we'll talk to in this episode is Andreas Herfeld, based in Rome. According to the Danish Export Strategy for Water, Italy has major challenges with water management and is planning significant investments in water infrastructure in the coming years. Italy suffers from aging infrastructure and has an average water loss in their public pipe network of 40%. Especially big cities like Rome, Milan and Bologna allocate a lot of funds to handle the pipeline network and with expected investments of 4.3 billion. At the same time, Italy is the country in Europe that is expected to allocate the most funds from the EU's recovery plans to improve water management. So you are one of the seven water ambassadors and you're based in Rome in Italy. You haven't been in the position for a long time, but can you tell us what your role is as a water ambassador? Actually, there are more roles, but first of all, the, these water ambassadors is an outcome of uh, the government's export strategy for water. This strategy has the aim of uh, doubling the export within Danish water technology uh, sector before 2030. Uh, so, first of all, my role is to facilitate the contact between Danish companies and utilities or other end users um, and find business opportunities. Uh, and then second, uh, my role is, as I'm posted here in, in Italy, in Rome, my role is uh, linked to Italy, uh, but also to groundwater as a thematic track. The European Water Technology Advisory Team, or VTA EU, as it's called, it's covering four markets, four uh, thematic tracks. The markets, it's uh, Germany, Poland, Italy, and then Spain, Portugal as one market. And these markets, they have been chosen because it's, uh, it's where it's believed that the, the, the greatest uh, business opportunities or export potentials are. In each market, there is also um, employed a local uh, water advisor because that uh, language and uh, knowledge of, uh, of local culture is, is quite important when building up these relations to the, the potential end users. Then the, the four uh, thematic tracks, it's uh, groundwater, water infrastructure, energy optimization and wastewater and digitalization. And then I cover the groundwater track in all four markets. And then my colleague in, in Poland, Tor, he's covering the water infrastructure track in all of uh, the markets. And with this uh, specialization, it's, uh, it's the idea that the, the potential end users, they will meet us uh, at a more equal academic level. So, you know, give a more uh, trustworthy impression. And what is your background? Because I guess you're not a, a diplomat, even though you have the title of a water ambassador. No, uh, actually, none of us, I think, have studied the either uh, economic or political science. We all have uh, backgrounds from uh, from the water sector. Uh, I've studied at the University of Copenhagen, uh, landscape management, and then I've been working as an um, environmental authority in the municipality for five years with uh, wastewater and uh, drinking water, amongst other things. Then I've been two years in the department in the Ministry of uh, Environments and Food, working with uh, the primary the drinking water directive, but also the wastewater treatment directive. 
another topics related to wastewater and drinking water. And then for the last three years, I've been working as a project manager in um, a utility company, Halsnes Forsyning, north of Copenhagen. So I have a broad background centralized about around the drinking water and wastewater. We also asked Andreas Herfeld about the water challenges in Rome and in general in Italy. One of the greatest challenges here is uh, is the water loss. Um, in average, uh, the water loss is uh, more than 40%. Uh, in some of the south southern regions, it's uh, more than 50%. And to compare with the Danish numbers, I think in Denmark, it's the average is just below 7%. Uh, and actually also when I... I don't know if you've been to Rome, but when you come to Rome, you see all these, uh, they're called uh, nosini, or it's being big noses. It's these small fountains uh, where drinking water is just constantly flowing. And uh, there are approximately, I think, uh, for 2,500 of these in Rome. And when you when water savings is like a fundamental thing in your mindset, as it is if you come from Denmark, I think, this seems so obvious wrong. But this also uh, underlined, I think, the, the difference in the mindset uh, and the perception of water in Italy, because when you look at the numbers, the the, the average consumption in Italy of water is uh, 245 liters per capita, and in Denmark it's uh, 105 liters per capita, so it's less than half. Uh, and even though uh, Italy is uh, one of the countries with the highest uh, consumptions of bottled water, so that's uh, there's definitely definitely potential for for improvement there. Uh, but this might always also be linked to the price of water because it's extremely low in Italy. It's uh, about one euro for one cubic meter of water, inclusive the discharge. In some places in Denmark, this is uh, 10 times as much. So, uh, and, and this again could be a, a reason for the lack of investments and uh, the poorly maintained uh, distribution network. So this, yeah, again, the, this, this gives these uh, business opportunities for Danish companies and Danish know-how. Another Danish stronghold is the, the energy optimization in the wastewater treatment um, plants. We, we have examples of these treatment plants in Denmark that's not even energy neutral, but actually producing energy. And this has become even more interesting for for utility companies in the southern part of Europe because of it can be quite energy con- consuming to to have these plants. And if the energy prices rises, this this uh, these technologies become even more interesting. What do you do then as a water ambassador? And now we've heard about the, the problems, the challenges in Italy. How can you and Danish Solutions help solve them? We are trying to get in contact with utility companies or other end users. So far in Italy, we've been, we started just to follow the ambassador because uh, he has meetings all around Italy. And so when he goes to, uh, he went to Sardinia, then we, we uh, set up meetings with the utility company Abanoa in Sardinia. And then we set up meetings with where the ambassador, he meets the CEO of uh, this utility company. And in that way, we can get in contact with the, with the utility that, you know, we heard from the Danish companies established in Italy that they have difficulties getting in contact with Apanoa. And then we can, it's much easier to open the doors when you come with an ambassador, a real ambassador, not just a water ambassador. Yeah. And then we, it's uh, Denmark, in Italy at least, Denmark is seen as a uh, world champions of green uh, green solutions. So it's easy. It's actually easy to be a Dane and go visit these utility companies because I, re- even though it's not my fault, I represent something good and they, they will listen. And then we can bring in the, it's it's a soft sell approach. So we start building up the relations and then when they're ready, we'll bring in the Danish companies so they can they can do the presentation of their solutions. And then it's up to them actually to do the, the, the final sell. Yeah, so as you say, Denmark has a good reputation. On a more personal level, what's the best part of being a water ambassador? 
I feel extremely privileged and lucky to get this position. It's a, it's an adventure. I've been working with water my whole career in different yeah in different places. So this just uh, yeah, it's just nice to use all your all your skills and, and knowledge, uh, helping in a good cause. It's not just uh, helping companies sell more stuff. It's also about pushing forward for the green transition. So it makes sense. Uh, and then, you know, being posted in Rome, I have brought my family. This is a, an adventure for all of us. And Rome is just a very nice city to live in. So I'm, I'm extremely privileged and, um, and happy to, to have this position, this opportunity. Yeah, it sounds very interesting. Now you also say that you've worked with water like most of your professional life. What does water mean to you? I spent most of my day on water. I can't live without it, like most other people, I guess. So yeah, it means a lot. It's 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 what I use all my all my time on, actually. And how long will you be in the role as water ambassador, and what do you hope to accomplish? Yeah, my contract is uh, ends at the at the end of twenty twenty three, and I hope to accomplish that. We can see the effect of this uh, this setup because it's a. Uh, You know, we don't we only have two years, so it's um, it's it's quite a short time to see numbers because it's a slow process, especially in Italy. And I also think Poland, they also have these. You just don't uh, put the solution on the table and then it's a done deal. You need to build up the, these relations and it takes time before we can bring in the companies and then they can do the same. So I hope that we will succeed and uh, we will see the results of our efforts uh, in the different markets. Good luck. Thanks for taking your time to talk to me. So as Andreas Herfeld emphasizes, Denmark is seen as a world champion of green solutions. This makes it easy to be a water ambassador, as representing Denmark makes people listen to what he has to say. It's also inspiring to hear how both the Danish water ambassadors are so passionate about water. There's no doubt that it's a meaningful job being a water ambassador, pushing forward green solutions. This was the 13th episode of the podcast series Water X Future, presented by Aquaporin. Today, we talked about the Danish water ambassadors, one in Rome and one in the US, and their mission in the world. That's all for now, but if you're interested in finding out more about Danish water solutions, you can come to the International World Water Congress and Exhibition, which takes place in Copenhagen in September this year. Thousands of water professionals will visit Copenhagen and there will of course be representatives from the Danish water industry, including Aquaporin, and we'd be very happy to see you there. In the next episode, we'll talk to Aquaporin's new CFO, Klaus Juel Wolf, about Aquaporin's first year as a listed company. Also, we're constantly on the outlook to improve and develop our podcast. If you have any thoughts or theme suggestions, send Aquaporin a message on Facebook. If you like what you're listening to, please send some stars our way. Rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be very grateful. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back soon.